everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Hi, my name is Monty and I am obsessed with unearthing every little secret about parenting, babies, business and wellness that will help you navigate through all the questions you've always wanted to but didn't know who to ask. Think of this as your play date with a fellow mom over wine or coffee who loves her kids but also needs her happy hours without them. So now grab your child, sit cozy and stay tuned for another stellar episode of the Keep It Real podcast by KidStopPress.com. Believe it or not, I am on a mission. I'm not saying I'm getting it right, but I want to try to be waste-free. Small practices that my family and I practice are helping me achieve my goal. If you're wondering which ones, it all started with not using plastic bottles, not always getting that Starbucks coffee cup and refilling my bottle. And of course, the one that was a no-no was using the plastic toothbrushes. In the hotels, the disposable ones where we think, are free, was it easy to practice these as a family? Absolutely. But starting somewhere and making small changes creates a big impact and that should be your starting point and nothing else. It's easy if you think it is easy. It's difficult if you think it's difficult. And it all comes down to how big is your why? Today we have with us three incredible guests. Sri Lalit Mohan, President and CEO of SBI Foundation. Nakul Gupta, Associate Director, Zintio India, Circular Economy, Rural Economic Growth and ESG Strategy. Mr. Prasad, Director Communications and Corporate Affairs, Hindustan Unilever Limited. The Waste No More podcast series is presented to you in association with Hindustan Unilever, SBI Foundation and Zintio Vikasa and is part of the larger Waste No More initiative. Through these podcasts, we aim to highlight sustainable practices that are environment-friendly and easy to do at the same time, while taking care of the waste management problem. First up, thank you so much for your time. Incredible body of work. And of course, you're driving a phenomenon, which is the future of, of larger conglomerates, such as the one as you represent. And it is the need of the hour to have the kind of conversation that HUL is driving at this point in time. Um, so welcome and thank you for being part of this podcast. Why is this an important project for Unilever to drive? So uh, Unilever and HUL's purpose is to make sustainable living commonplace. Right. And we believe that sustainability drives superior performance. So clearly, you know, whatever we are doing, whether it is with uh, plastic waste, whether it is with water, we're trying to actually use it in a judicious way and actually recycle it as much as we can. Uh, plastic is a challenge uh, before us. It's a systemic challenge. And, uh, you know, you need to actually find circularity for plastic as much as we can. We need to actually secure the future of future generations. So really, you know, that is the intention. And uh, we need to drive it collaboratively. That's really uh, uh, very important. So that and the best way to do this is actually doing it through children who can be the change agents in driving this systemic change. Because uh, at every home, if, if a child tells his parents, then clearly it will make a difference. So that's the idea really behind, uh, uh, behind actually launching this curriculum. Lali, thank you so much for joining us today. I must say that I am so impressed and so are our listeners uh, and everybody who's been uh, you know, tuned in from the Waste No More podcast series and our journey to driving this initiative all through the last six to eight weeks that we've had. Um, I would love to know from you, 
why is this important and why was it important for SBI Foundation to be part of this incredible project? Well, Manasi, we have been associated with this very, uh, what you can say is important project of Waste No More uh, with the knowledge partner Gintio, Vikasa and HUL and trying to create sensitization about the daily waste uh, which the community is producing, how to handle this enormous waste, how to reduce, reuse and recycle. So with these three our strategies, we are with this project, very important project. And I think uh, a prototype of this project has already launched and running in DWARD Mumbai, where uh, success stories are there to share. Over to you, Nakul. Why was this partnership, this correlation so important for Zintio? So Mansi, as you would have already um, understood by, by now, that Zintio is essentially a global advisory firm. We are a purpose-driven advisory firm. So we do work with um, uh, the big corporates across the globe. Um, however, in, in all of our engagements with these big corporates, the end game is how can we create impact? And we truly believe that, you know, if we are to make a, a, a big enough impact in terms of how we are damaging the planet right now, or even in terms of the inclusive, inclusive growth models that we have to create, corporates are the ones who have to, who have to reinvent their growth models. So um, one of the... Um, ideas, as I would say, it was that how can we bring these corporates to actually come together in, in a sort of a cross-industry coalition where they can not only work on different, um, you know, impact areas, which are priority for them, but also support each other, you know, by pooling in resources and um, both in terms of financial and uh, human resources. So the coalition is important for us because uh, this was one of the first coalitions we launched and it was um, you know, launched in 2017 in India. And it has been a very successful journey over the last five years. And we are going ahead and we are expanding this, uh, this coalition and the mandate going forward. So from that perspective, the coalition is very, very important for Zentio. Driving curriculum and driving it with kids through an interactive sort of uh, interactive, engaging fashion. How did this idea really come about? And what were like the building blocks to this project? Yeah, um, well, it is quite an exciting journey. Uh, as I said, Mansi, when we started out with the coalition in India, we had identified four impact areas with all of our partners. One of those areas was how do we solve the problem of plastic, post-consumer plastic waste in India? Um, and I'm sure you have, you've seen the data, um, you know, how much plastic waste we generate every year. It's around, around 9.5 million tons, of which only about 40% is recycled. The rest of it is all... Uh, going to the landfills and, and your oceans, right? So the way we looked at this problem um, was from an ecosystem perspective. So what, what is the entire value chain and what are the interventions that we'll have to bring in to address these gaps across the entire waste ecosystem? One of the biggest things that emerged in our conversation was the um, waste segregation at source, which is not happening as we would like it, because if segregation doesn't happen at source, then effectively your entire downstream uh, process is not going to be uh, that efficient in terms of collection and recycling of the plastic waste. So, <clears throat> so we initially we were thinking about um, how do we create education modules or behavior change programs for um, for the larger community. But I think in the conversations, what we also realized was that you know, one part of this intervention would be a short-term intervention where we think about what do we have to do now, but really the biggest impact will come when we think about the future. 
and um, you know, and if you look at our demographics in India, we current population base about 25 to 30 percent is a young population. We are up to zero to 14 years of uh, age age bracket is what is a big size of our population. who are going to become the future consumers in the next 10 to 30 years as well, right? So if imagine if we're able to change their mindset around um, waste management and waste segregation and other sustainable practices, you are basically transforming an entire generation. And, and also, I think uh, we, we figured that, you know, this, this long-term intervention is also going to be, have a short-term effect because these, these kids, they are they're the best change agents that you can actually have, right? So when you, act, when you teach them a concept, they, they have this effect of going back and talking to their parents and their peers and they spread the message. So, so it is in effect solving the problem now and in the future. So that's how the idea came about. Right, which I think is, is so well said. Um, one is the importance of collaboration. Uh, I think it's extremely important because it's a, it's such a key skill set of the 21st century and teaching our, and you know while you guys are spearheading the collaboration I think it's it's absolutely uh, brilliant that you're starting really young because I truly believe that uh, habits um, you know they don't let you deviate you don't change your habits often enough right so if, if this habit is ingrained right at an early stage this is going to be a huge huge driving force for us to achieve the kind of goals that we're setting for ourselves um tell me what are the habits and common mistakes that people make and why is it so hard for us to switch to a zero or, or low waste living see in this actually every stakeholder has a role to play consumers have to play a role the municipal corporation has to play a role. Manufacturers and marketeers uh, like us, we have to play a role. Everyone has to play a role and we all need to work together to address this challenge. Uh, public awareness is a big issue in India. In the last five, six years, we've made significant progress. You know, many a times people think that somebody else will take care of this problem, but mm -hmm. that's not how you should deal with this. If everyone really owns his own responsibility or the responsibility of his or her neighborhood, then clearly we can make a big difference. So that's the idea behind. So therefore, actually, whatever, you know, you may find any, uh, any which way you'll, you, I mean, you can find a way of how you'll collect, how we'll segregate and all that. But it's important to actually segregate waste at the household level. Right. Each single household will have to actually uh, drive that uh, uh, that drive that habit, and that's why actually this curriculum and actually reaching out to people. Yeah, interesting question, uh, Mansi. I think this is typical of any sort of behavior management or change management process, right? These are um, we have heard problems ranging from you know what difference will it make if I do it? Everyone else is not doing it. You know that could be a mindset issue. Um, issues such as um, you know, even if I do segregate at home, there is nothing that is happening downstream. Uh, everyone is mixing it, so nothing is changing. Um, you know, these kind of mindset, and sometimes also even people want to do it, there is a lack of education is what you're seeing. Education to the extent that, you know, for example, small things like uh, milk tetra pack, am I, am I disposing it correctly? Because it's a small step that you have to wash it and then uh, segregate it and dispose. Uh, that that makes a huge difference, but people are sometimes not fully educated, even though they're aware of the word segregation, they don't know exactly how to do it. So there are range of 
uh, these issues, these uh, challenges that we have identified. And I think that's what we are trying to do now with um, all of these interventions, right? Reaching out to uh, as many people as possible because it's not going to be that I teach you something today and you will start practicing tomorrow. So, yeah. so that's really not the idea. And that's, that's where children can play a very, very big role. Yeah. So just imagine if I'm just changing one mindset in a household, a child who learns this in the school, who's also uh, driven, as a child, you're also driven by how your other friends are behaving, right? And the young population is getting sensitized, is more woke to these, uh, these kind of concepts. So if we change that one mindset in a household, it has a multiplier effect in the entire household. And slowly, these practices will start uh, building on. Absolutely well said. And uh, I think a very critical point that you suggested, it's not only the point uh, and, and not only the responsibility of one entity, organization, or a municipal corporation, it is all of our responsibility and and therefore that public awareness, like you rightly mentioned. Um, and the second big key, key takeaway that you mentioned was also about starting at home. I think uh, two very, very important key takeaways for me from there. Um, also, if you had to share a roadmap on how your organization is driving this consumer behavior change? What would it look like? Yeah, so first and foremost, as an organization, as a responsible company, we've clearly stated our commitments. HUL is committed to making 100% of our plastic packaging reusable, recyclable, or compostable by 2025. Further, 15% of our plastic we use, we are saying that we'll come from recycled sources by 2025. We've set ambitious targets to ramp up the use of recycled plastic uh, uh, in our products, really. Uh, if, if I have to just give you an update, last year in 2021, we collected more plastics from the streets of India than we actually we use as a, uh, as a packaging material. Uh, wow. And we went to uh, several cities, towns, we partnered with several NGOs, several other organizations and we actually disposed it off in a safe manner. And, you know, a point um, that you mentioned that you achieved plastic neutrality by 2020 when, 2021. So while the world was baking banana bread, Hindustan Unilever actually achieved this. So I think it is phenomenal. I think some of the other key facts which, uh, which I must reinforce is uh, since 2018, you have collected and safely disposed of more than 2.3 lakh tons of post-consumer used plastic waste. Can we have a huge round of applause for that? I think I think that is that is really really commendable. And also the fact that you know, like you mentioned, that use 100% reusable, recyclable, or compostable plastic packaging by 2025. More power to you guys for for kind of driving this sort of initiative. And on the roadmap. Um, very clearly, I think the messaging is piloted small, piloted in key wards, piloted from home to the ward. And then, of course, once you found success with it, scale it up very quickly. Um, but I love the wheel and I love the intent uh, of driving this. So if you really had to draw a roadmap of how your organization went about doing this and other organizations should follow, what would that roadmap look like? Mr. Mohan, what's your take on this? So roadmap is very clear here. So I think we have to, we go for a public-private partnership where the like-minded institutions has to come and uh, where the proper communication, that awareness to the community through different modes has to be created. And uh, 
a successful model is already created in the DWARD Mumbai, where now we are able to sustain that monthly activities where the rack pickers, they are earning their livelihoods. And now the value which, uh, which, is, uh, which we are able to generate is going to compensate all the expenses of a month. So uh, whatever the expenses uh, we are incurring to run all these systems are now able to support through this activity after recycling efforts. So uh, that uh, break-even has, we have already reached to that break-even break stage. So message is that the massive efforts are required. Only single organization cannot do this. Right. And where the public-private partnership means the number of like-minded organization has to come up to take up the cause and to come up in collaborations because if we are going to uh, collect three tons of waste in particular Dewar Mumbai, but uh, what will happen to another 1,800, 2,000 tons of waste? Also, um, Nako, tell me, how can citizens and consumers be more involved in this process and not leave it alone um, to organizations and um, you know projects such as what you're doing with, with Waste No More? No such complex societal complex problem can be solved by one entity. You know, you cannot always blame the government to be not able to manage the waste properly or saying that, you know, the, the, the companies are not doing enough. It is our responsibility as, as you know, um, good citizens of this country to be able to participate and do at least our, our bit. Um, specifically, if you look at waste management, I think the single most a single most important thing that we need to solve for is segregation. If we're able to segregate our waste properly, everything else downstream um, automatically falls in place. You know, we have the right uh, collection infrastructures going forward with the public-private partnerships which are emerging and the investments that are happening in this sector. Um, we have the right technologies which are coming in, but those technologies are not able to scale because we don't have the right feedstock for those technologies because the, we, we are mixing our waste. Or in fact, you know, we keep saying that, and I'm, I'm sure everyone has heard this out there, there is a concept of uh, three R's, which is basically reduce, reuse, and recycle. And then, then these are simple steps that we need to follow. Reduce the amount of packaging or amount of waste that you are uh, essentially uh, using. Reuse the products that you are buying. For example, if you buy a plastic bottle, please reuse it. You know, clothes can be re reused or can be donated to other other people who are in need. Recycle recycling is something that you know. If you're not recycling, you can do a lot of upcycling also at home. I mean, you can use these these materials to create something else. Um, you know, use a plastic pet bottle to maybe create a flower vase or. Or as I said, to enable recycle recycling ecosystem, just start segregating at home. So these are some simple steps where I feel, you know, we as citizens should be able to contribute so much more. Right. Um, and any personal professional learnings while you've been working on this project? Like, do, are, you, are you that um, person, you know, at a party or at a meeting or anywhere else that you're judging people for their choice of? bottles that they carry, class that they carry, clothes that they're wearing, or any any piece of plastic or their dabbas or anything. Have you become that cynical guy? I have not, to be honest, Mansi. And there is nothing that you can do by being uh, cynical. You know, plastic is, is something which has become part of our lives. Um, and there is a long time before we can find a substitute for plastic, but it is here to stay right now. It is part of yeah. the economy. It is in every little thing that you use. Right. What we, we need to learn as consumers, as I said, is to manage the post-consumer plastic waste. Yeah. 
And if we are able to do our bit to enable that ecosystem where we are able to recycle uh, that post-consumer plastic waste, I think uh, we can still live with plastics uh, in the economy for a long time till we find a substitute. Brilliant, brilliantly said. So I think the biggest takeaway for me is segregation is, is the most important uh, piece that we all need to drive. We segregate right, then we've got the rest of it planned. And I think just understanding how and what to segregate and in the right fashion is going to be key. This curriculum is being launched uh, in, in schools. Uh, we're creating awareness amongst children. At the same time, we are working with youth organization and certain colleges uh, and actually experimenting with them. And some of the volunteers, student volunteers, are actually helping us create awareness. Um, what is Hindustan Unilever's role in the Waste No More campaign for everyone who's not aware? Well, uh, Hindustan, clearly this, is, this subject is, you know, really uh, close to our heart. And we want to, we are determined to find a solution. Uh, we want to work with all the stakeholders. And uh, what we did in, with the Zintio uh, uh, coalition, Vikasa coalition, we actually, uh, the entire plan for this curriculum was developed. And I, said, I, I mentioned earlier that clearly we were going school to school, then to reach out to children in a more convenient and a quick way. Digital curriculum was developed. Now, even in terms of how this curriculum should be, and actually the learnings from those initial days from, you know, by visiting schools in Daisar and Borivli and suburbs in Mumbai, like that, this curriculum was developed. Subsequently, we piloted it also uh, in, uh, in Kolhapur, in Maharashtra. We work with the local Jilla Parishad and we really work uh, hand in hand with Zintio there, Zintio team. They've done a fantastic work and at every stage, we have actually seen, you know, the, uh, you know, what were we set out to achieve? Where have we reached? What was the response? Right. How can we reach more people? We yeah. also realized that, you know, once you you should have hardware and software. So once you have uh, you have curriculum, you are creating awareness, but at the same time, infrastructure has to be there. Right. To collect waste and segre segregate it properly, even at municipal corporation level. Uh, in their vehicles, etc. So we are engaging with municipal, local municipal corporations. Um, so, Prasad, incredible work done there. Um, and wish you all the success for the goal set out for 2025. And of course, all the success with this project of Waste No More as well. Any parting thoughts for everyone who's listening? I would say it has made me more conscious about my environmental footprint and how I deal with waste. In fact, I have become a passionate advocate for driving circularity in plastic. I don't think one should judge others, but it would be suffice to say that our small actions can make a big difference. As always, if you love this episode, don't feel shy from sharing your favorite moments and key takeaways from this episode with a screenshot and tag us on Instagram. It's at nancy.saveri and at kids.press.